Hello and welcome to Canberra Metalheads. You got Marky Malpas and JDK. Tonight we'll be catching up with Todd from Psychroptic here on Canberra Metalheads. Skate!
Hello and welcome to the Canberra Metalhead Show. That was Psychroptic, As the Kingdom Drowns. That one there is off the uh, new Psychroptic album, which um, they put out this year and uh, also toured through Canberra as well as part of that album release. Gave us a chance to uh, catch up with Todd um, at the basement for an interview later in the show, which you'll hear. How good was the show? Oh man, rad. Oh, it's uh, As we mentioned in the interview, you know, it's not that long since Psychroptic was here last, but, you know, I'm not going to complain seeing them twice in one year, man. Such a rad show. Yeah, no complaints from us. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, their, their new albums, the um, I feel like it's they're, they're meshing really well and starting to... I don't know, man. That's going to be a hard one to beat for album of the yeah. year in, in tech metal land, man. I, Absolutely. I, I highly recommend if you haven't heard it. Yeah, man. Exactly. And the thing is, too, like, um, now Todd's officially a member of the band as well. So I feel like he... And we spoke about this in the interview a little bit, how um, he's starting to um, have some influence and, and, and um, mesh with the band really closely. They do it right, too. You know, they... Um, they as we mentioned in the interview they don't just hit the big cities they tour right through australia and do all the all, as many towns as they can so it really gets their name out there and it also brings shows to towns that wouldn't normally be able to see big bands let alone psychroptic yeah man uh, dave does a lot of work in the scene and it's all it's all beneficial man i've, I've never seen a more hard-working band yeah exactly man and it, and it pays off and they've been doing it or well, they've been doing it for years it, it shows they still got that passion Man, even passion after. is alive and alive and well in Australia. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's starting to um, even get better and better as well. You might remember in last week's show we spoke to uh, Josh Nixon and he gave through his um, his top albums for 2018. And uh, luckily enough, we uh, managed to um, go through and hand select a track from each one of those albums to play on the show over the next um, couple shows. You heard four of them last week. This show will be running through uh, three more in the next bracket. So we've got to doom bracket now with um some of josh's picks for this year help you uh understand a little bit more about what music's coming up now it's the doom time <laughs> so uh kicking it off we'll have hallis with shadow of the templar here on canberra metalheads Skate. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Sleep With The Botanist. Before that we had High On Fire, Electric Messiah. And at the top, as you know already, we had Hallis with Shadow Of The Templar. That's a n- nice uh, nice track and band listing there. Rolls off the tongue for you, Jay. We get the <laughs> band name rhymes with the track name, which is awesome. Loved Doom for a long time. Yeah. Uh, how good was that, The Botanist? Yeah, man. It's a... We we actually spoke to um, when um, when we speak to the dudes in the scene. You know, we're talking to um, when we're talking to uh, Josh about the guys from Sleep. Man, I just love their themes and songs. You know how it's just all chilled. You know everything's rolling nicely for people out there as well that heard that uh, Witch Skull's um, Coven's Will was in um, Josh's top picks for 2018. The guys from Witch Skull actually toured with the dudes from Sleep or hung out with them at least. Um, and man, they've got some stories from hanging out with those dudes, man. They're like one of the, they're, they're the staple in the Doom scene. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that High on Fire, their album from, from last year yep. is like ranking on most other people's kind of platforms. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh platforms by platforms i mean other people's lists yep um that's just a good rock album man yeah like it's rocking still got that doom that Feel, doom roots yeah. man but geez it's nice yeah it's cool to see that like doom's becoming more and more of a versatile music style yeah well you know it's uh not a fledgling kind of subgenre anymore it's like definitely got its own own ground and yep. you know coming through I, i'm you know, it's 20 years now. Yeah. 20 years of doom song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, it's good Good to see. You see, like, doom lineups now with, like, black metal bands um, and, like, rock bands and all sorts of things like that. And you see it a lot with Witch Skull. Like, when we speak to those guys, they say things, you know, they, they're on heaps of different bills. You know, they can... They can they can even like be on a death metal night and people would still dig their show. So speaking of shows and um and and rocking out, I've finally come to the part of the show where we're going to do our uh, interview section. So we're going to have a chance now to uh, listen to a interview that Jay and I did at the basement with uh, Todd from Psychroptic when they passed through here last time. So uh, to kick off the interview, we'll be listening to a track from their uh, latest album, which is As the Kingdom Drowns, and um, this track's called Beyond the Black. You're on Canberra Metalheads. Skate.
welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. you got Mikey Malpas. And JDK. We join here with Todd from Psychoroptic. Hello, everybody. What's happening? Welcome back, Todd. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Dude, it's good to... I feel to like we're just here. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that long ago, man. Yeah, it was like August, right? That's right, man. It was good to, um, you know, have you on here before, and now everyone will recognize your voice, I guess. I hope so. It's sick. <laughs> well, it's the second, uh, second time we've had you on, and also we've had... Um, I think one other international um, band. We had the guys from Bell Witch. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. about that tour. With uh, they were out with Conan. Conan, right? yeah, yeah. And they that came here. They came here, man. How was so, it? Yeah, that was rad, dude. Yeah, it was so I've never seen Bell Witch. Yeah, man. It's like like slow progressive doom, man. Gotcha. <laughs> um, Very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they uh, were chatting about how they were the. Um, you were the first international band member to be on the show. They were the first international band. Now we got you back again. Perfect. Love it. Yeah, rad, man. No, it's, uh, it's always... Look, I'm not going to complain about having you twice here in one year, Oh, no, dude. trust me. I'm down. It's, to me, it makes the day more fun to do interviews and shit like that. That's it. Well, like, it hasn't been that long since you were here last, but... Um, well, I mean, there's some new stuff. We got a, yeah, new, we got a new record out. We're playing new songs on the that's road. That's it, dude. Uh-huh. That's like, we kind of talked about the new record before when right. we were on the show, just because you were in that sort of stage of fi- finishing it up and things like it that. It was just... Yeah, it was about... It was in that stage where the label is just... Um, Kind of choosing a release date and yep. prepping like the promo packages and all that shit, but I'm pretty sure it was done by then. I can't really remember, to be honest. Yeah, well, we've um, played a couple tracks on the show before, man. Gotcha. So, so it's uh, everyone Long out, minute. everyone any, out there's listening excellent. so far. Any favorites? Any? Uh, man, we're just uh, probably keen to keen to see it live. To be gotcha. honest. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're doing yeah. we're doing probably almost half our set is new stuff, but it was a bit of a challenge choosing which songs we we're going to put into the live set because there's a couple we we released as singles. And you want to, you don't want to neglect the fact that you already put these ones out. You want yep. to push them a little bit harder. But sometimes I don't know if they're the strongest songs to play live. But we didn't, we didn't rehearse more than what we got ready for this tour. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? So yeah. it's been ages since uh, there are songs I've never played together with them. Yeah, right. Heaps of them, you know? Well, <laughs> I guess it's one of, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the like things about technology and stuff you get to kind of practice across you know um yeah, online and things like the that the idea is just do your homework and show up prepared but there's a ton of songs that i've never rehearsed with these guys you know yeah man so yeah. we ever want to change the set list it's kind of like fuck gotta be on top of your game yeah dude yeah. we'll uh, actually we had dave call into the show just uh, a couple of shows back okay and uh just had a bit of a chat about you know practicing and rehearsal and stuff like that and having such a stretched band right um how that all works but it seems like it's all it still all comes together man i think uh it's, it's kind of like a trust exercise you know yeah you just got to make sure that uh you have faith in your boys that they're all going to be on i mean i'm the last in line it's joe and see dave lives in melbourne pep and joe live in tassie and I live in the States. So um, they can have a rehearsal before I show up. That's fine. Yeah. I, just, I just have to let the guys know, like, yeah, I'm good on X, Y, and Z. We can play this, 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 yeah, and man. that. And if you want to add something, fucking tell me now because I need as much time with the songs as I can. Exactly, man. You know? But Dave, Dave has his own rehearsal space in Melbourne. Um, like a, just a drum room, really. Yeah, right. So, And we all just kind of play along to the record. And we, we play a click track, so there's never any variation in, in like, live tempo versus... Yeah. How you'd hear the songs on yep. on the recordings and shit like that. So essentially, if you practice along to the records, it's the same thing as keeping tight with the guys live at the stage, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's good to hear, man. Well, like, um, 
before we're talking about you know it's the first first um, major release you've had um, in the three years you've been in the band right, right, right. well you know you feel like uh, I think mentioned before that this is the band's taking a direction which you're happy about anyway totally um, so I mean it's good to hear it's all starting to click man I think that people have responded really well to the new songs live but I've only been I only have like six shows to judge that by yeah and a lot of them are in places that I've never been to, nor have I even fucking heard of. So you have yeah. like <laughs> Warnable, uh, Geelong, uh, Ballarat. Yeah. So doing the big log this time. Just country ass towns. Where's the other one I'm missing? What am I thinking of that I didn't know name already? We did one in Adelaide. We did one in Melbourne. Yep. And then what was last night. Yeah, I was just looking at the large scale. Oh, we were scale. in Wodonga last night. Wodonga. Oh, right. right. And, and the fans would come up to merch and say, Man, it's so cool that you guys come to our hometown. Like, no, but nobody comes here. I'm like, I'm, just, I'm sure of it. I've never even heard of the place. Man, man Wodonga. I'll just give it two seconds. Yeah. Fucking, Wodonga's real close to Wagga Wagga, and Wagga is really cool for for live shows. Almost similar size venue to here. Right. Um, yep. Yeah, and Aubrey also has quite a good scene. They're quite close. No, no. Well, so, it, it, you know what? The shows are strong. They're just tiny. Yeah, we man. played Sports Pub last night. Yeah. It was rad because these dudes are like 20 years into the game of being in this band, but they still have like that punk rock attitude, like let's just yeah. play. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, what you get mean. Get up man. and smash it. It's, it's almost like a basement show vibe, which is if you've been doing this since you were a teenager, you remember that that's kind of what got you into it. Yeah, in the man. first place, you know. Exactly, man. So, so sometimes those could be the most fun shows ever. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like most um, performances. Like for example, I do comedy on the side, mm-hmm. and um, you get like dudes that have been doing it for years. Yep. That are like just happy with their crowd, their material, their place, like, and they're just rolling through that. And then dudes that are like, oh man, I've been doing it for twelve months, but I want to be in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of that dynamic but you notice that the dudes that are happy with their crowd and right. working on material actually would be the equivalent to it like an old punk band that has like a shredder in there just like uh-huh. you know that can just handle an axe and probably could be in you know a, a band playing for stadiums but he's cool just doing his thing you know well it's nice to be able to be eligible for both yeah yeah man I mean any band can get their shit together and go play basement punk rock shows uh, yep. in my opinion but it, that's not the point it's just it's a fun thing to do that you kind of really it always has a special place in your heart uh, you can go from doing like the download festival yep. we did earlier this year where there's I don't know, however many thousand people watching yep. but it's not as quite as intimate or what, whatever there's different reasons to enjoy different yeah, types dude. of shows to play yeah man but I'm just saying uh, this one specifically has been really small shows on in really small markets but it's rad because it's it's a nice way to test out how these new songs are going to go live, and we got a heap of shit coming up. Yeah, you never know what to expect. Because to me, this record is it does stand out. It's very different, especially with the female vocals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's the thing, man. Like, you change if you change it up a little bit, it makes it you know it, it catches your ear. Something might 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 you know get your attention. Well, I think it's certainly catchy. I just don't. Metalheads don't always play that shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. But uh, and, and now, and now we have like, <laughs> we have an extra thing to throw in the mix, which is like we're not gonna we're, we're putting the female vocals on a backing track live, which yep. is kind of like a necessary evil. 
it's fine. It is what it is. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know what people would be more offended by. Listening to a band where there's no female vocalist on stage, but you're hearing the female vocals yeah. anyway, or them going to see the songs live that they got stoked on, and then it just doesn't sound quite the same because it's missing a huge element. Yep. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, man. Who, uh, I think we might have mentioned this before on the show, but who was it that did the female vocals? Joe's wife. Yeah, okay. So it's not that she's going to come on the road with us just to sing the chorus. <laughs> for four of the... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know but, what uh, mean. Extra mouth to feed. Extra, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra, extra everything. Extra feed into the bus. Extra everything. Extra, extra airfare, yeah, extra everything. Yeah. But uh, not to mention the fact that she's got a million things to do that are probably more, you know, appealing to her than coming on the road to sing a few choruses. <laughs> but I'm just speculating on that. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. So I think that uh, we chose... They're like, all right, this is the most accurate representation of how the songs are going to be live. Yeah. As yeah, well. yeah. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I figure that's uh, hopefully it doesn't rub anyone the wrong way. I guess is my is my point. Oh, dude, like I'm I'm sure the fans will like receive the, save it well anyway, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure they can understand that like you know. I don't even know to, if people think about it like that. Yeah, it's yeah, 2018. Uh, but the other thing <laughs> is too, like, backtracks. <laughs> as a um. As a band, you look at that with more scrutiny, maybe. But then, as a fan, you mm. look at that like, I love that song. You know what I mean? Right. It, uh-huh. it's, you don't have it the same level of like scrutiny that the band might look at it. It's like, for example, um, if you ever seen a, a band like drop a note or something like that. Of course. They get off stage and you, you know, sorry, man, I sorry, I've messed up that that note. And you're like, what? That was what, great. What yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. man? Well, that's a you matter know? of perspective, always. Plus, any, anyone that I know that. You know, they, they, people who play music are usually their own worst critics anyway. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, exactly, dude. That, that's the thing, and that's also what helps I, you progress. I kind of well. stopped doing that. I, I remember a time in my life where I, you'd get off stage and, and if someone someone were to go out of their way to mm. pay you a compliment and say, hey, great set or whatever, you're like, ah, I suck tonight. Yeah. Dude, I'm not trying to hear that. If I, if I tell someone that they played a great set and they're going to be a bitch about it, no, it wasn't perfect. Or, Fuck you. So I, I, I kind of realized at a certain point, like, oh, that's what I sound like. Never do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Just fucking uh, people are going out of their way to be nice to you. Just thanks, man. Yeah, that's oh, dude, you know, that keep it to yourself tip. if you got a problem with how the set went. Massive tips, man. That's, 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 that's awesome. a, Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Like, and I've had it as well, not with... Um, not with music, but like back to comedy, I'd do that sometimes. I'd be like, dude, you crushed it tonight. And he'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, dude, yeah. that bit, did you see that that chick wasn't looking like she was in Right, 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 totally. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, who cares about that? Of course that? you notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you see this. Actually, Stanhope came here, Doug Stanhope. Didn't love Stanhope. Dude, he came to uh, to Canberra and played at um, one of the venues here. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my mates supported for him. No shit. Yeah, dude. And he just like so. Apparently, what Stanhope will do is he'll just choose someone from the like local comedians. Good for list. him. And um, yeah, so my buddy got up there and and supported him, man. And he he nailed it as well. And uh, he said Stanhope goes out there and crushes it for an hour and a half. And he comes back and he's like, yeah, I'm still trying to work on on that on that whole set. Right. <laughs> and everyone's just going, what? Like that's how it goes. Yeah, man. That's and how it goes. It's so like. I, I There's think you hit a point even when you're like pro like Stanhope, like pretty much in the top comedians in the world, and you're still kind of criticizing your set. I think that is a universal thing. It's, it, it spans across all formats. It's, a, it's not a coincidence to me that the 
most talented dudes that I know in this game are also the most modest. Yep. In, a, in fact, it's kind of like if, if someone flexes about how good they think they are, they're usually not as good as they think they are. Or yeah. you, they get points taken off for being a cockhead anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they, they like – You got guys like Joe who's like – he's like a rock and roll god yeah. to me, you know? Yeah. And if you were to talk to him about his playing, he'd be like hmm. – The most humble dude I've met, man. Ever. Super quiet. Ever. It makes you wonder, like, does this motherfucker know how sick he is? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Dude, every, every time. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Super nice guy. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the best players are usually really, really harsh on themselves. And um, I'm sure that goes for anyone. It doesn't matter whether you're a, a comedian or a musician or whatever. But it's definitely, I think that being a performer comes with... Uh, built into the, the, the whole fabric of, the, of this thing is that like there's going to be a, a bit of self-doubt involved you know and everyone has insecurities I guess you just fucking deal with them differently you know yeah I know so. exactly what you mean dude I I know that like that's what pushes you forward mm-hmm. like if you're if you're coming off going like nailed it um, if you if not everyone around you saying that mm-hmm. it's it's nearly like you haven't pushed to make it better I, totally. I, f- I feel like it's a job that's never finished. Oh, it'll never you be finished. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, that, yeah. I, but that, to me, that's a cool thing about it. That's a cool thing to think about. It's like, no matter how good you perform or no matter how uh, proud you are of a, a new release that you just put out or something like that, it can always be better. Or you could always get... Even if it's, if it's like a detail that's not... Oh, I wish the kick drum sounded different on this album. It's not even the performance. Yeah. It could be anything. But yeah, I guess that's like... Um, the desire to create something that's like ultimately 10 out of 10 I think is what drives people to get the fulfillment that they're looking to get out of this in the first place you know yeah and like so between the albums man you've been kicking it back over um, in the states what have you been up what have you been up to any other projects uh, I just, or I just honestly or? at this point I just work a ton in between tours so I used to play in a million bands and try to keep up with doing a million things I still try to do a million things, but before I was spread really thin musically, and ever since I kind of officially joined Psychroptic, I got to the point in my life where I realized there's not enough time or money or resources to, to be in 20 bands and try to do tours with different acts and put out different rec- I'm just, Psychroptic is my one and only right now, and I feel like it'll be that way for quite some time. We're at the beginning of a very important album launch this is their seventh EP and it's like a it's the beginning of a world tour you know so we'll we'll start here we'll do Europe next year we'll do the States next year and and then I think everyone wants to kind of break new ground and do shit that we haven't really done yet South America whatever I mean I'm just kind of just yeah throwing it out there we don't have any any of it confirmed yet but um so in order for the band to be as good as it can be I think everyone is just kind of focused on doing that and when I'm between tours and I'm in the States uh, I work two different jobs, mostly doing like renovation and remodeling like that. Yeah. And I'm just 24-7 trying to hustle and keep um, focused because it's easy to kind of get, it's easy to, I guess to just fall off track and yeah, not, man. and I just want to be good at what we're doing. And I also, I have, I have a, a chick and we've been dating for almost like two years, but she lives in Canada. So I kind of have to spend some energy on that as well, which is a good thing for, for it uh, for pulls me, you up a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a reason it. for me to like keep my act together. Yeah. Whereas if um, not like, working yeah. eighty hours a week and I'm 
single and I'm just kind of more like I'll party more or I'll yeah. be going to every single social event or right, out all me. night drinking and right now <laughs> I, I yeah I, I can't be doing that that's I'm 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 like you if you didn't have the missus right like I'm just, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I'm just so I, I do like multiple jobs I got this and, and a day job I run the podcast and I do comedy mm-hmm. as well as I do some sport play ice hockey and things like that so awesome so before you know it you've done like 70, 80 hour weeks and you and, and you know five days a week at the gym an hour a day yep when you add it all up you're like wow if I do the bare minimal that's 70 if I put in a little extra effort there's 80 yep you know what I mean so how am I finding time to sleep so I, I've, I know where you're coming from because that's me right now. <laughs> totally. Uh, I used to spend a ton of time just like drinking with my mates and shit like that. And I, can't, I really I miss it a lot of times. Yeah. But I also, I save that for the road because you're at a show every day. Yeah. And even now, partying on the road isn't anything close to what it used to be when, <laughs> I, when I was like in my 20s. But, yeah, uh, man. At least you don't have the, the 6 a.m. wake up call. Like, sometimes you do. A lot of times doing tours out here, we fly every, every other... I don't know, on this one we're doing a lot of driving, but normally Australian tours is a ton of flying in, which means super early lobby calls. So if you're going to get all boozed up and be a piece of shit, then you got to be tough. Yeah, know? dude. <laughs> That's it. Like, you know, one day I might find someone that bloody puts a stop to all this madness, but for now. For now. <laughs> but now I'm just, look, who knows? Two years after that, I might be the dude that says, hey, man, like, she calmed me down. But for now, it's just... I totally understand. Yeah, I, I was I was always a type to, like, fly by the seat of my pants. And now I'm yeah. kind of realizing that, like, mid-30s, I'm trying to be a bit more disciplined. And yeah. I learn a lot from the dudes in this band as well. So, uh, That's cool. Dave especially, he's, like, a real mentor to me. He's very, very disciplined. Um, he's the type of dude that wakes up at 4 in the morning to go run 10 kilometers. Which, Why? You know, <laughs> but he does it because I think it sets his mind right, and I think that once you feel accomplished, you have enough confidence to kind of face the world and do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, so for sure, man. there's there's like psychological reasons to do. I'm yeah. learning that as you get older, like in order to perform at your optimum, you kind of have to get everything firing on all cylinders. Yep. And in order for me to do that, I have to really focus on like just. Instead of trying to be okay at a billion things, yep. I'd rather just be really solid at a few. A few and I'm yeah. kind of just prior- reprioritizing according to that. And Psychroptic is at the very top of my list because of that. So I just want to be good. Um, you know, as far as performing these songs, they're, they're kind of demanding, you know? Yep. So this band's always been on yeah, that tip. Yep. Like the material's always kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far as playing it, and as far as be, just being able to kick ass on the road, the road's not really for everybody, you know? Yep. I don't really think it's all that rough, but you just want to be fucking... Oh, we mentioned it before. Like, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. people, it's just like, yeah, you can get talent, but uh, can they be on the road? Right. You know, when you, especially you know exactly what it's like. Right. Coming into a band that's already established, it's like not so much um, just the skill level. It's like, do you have what it takes to tour as well? Absolutely. That's a huge element. Yep. Because like, you, can you stand to be around? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Personalities, hundred percent. That's that's the vibe that this band totally kind of has. It's like, uh, I mean, it's not a story you haven't heard before. Lots of bands are that way. We treat each other like family. We, you know, we also bust each other's balls and kind of yep. let each other have it. But uh, it's a super friendly work environment where nobody's ever really um, a cunt to be around, ever. You know, you get zero complaints touring with these dudes. It's like a dream come true. 
Everyone does their job, you know, and not for nothing, but I, I have a long history of being in bands with singers who are useless. That's not never a problem with this band, you know? There's a, there's a whole heap that you can keep yourself busy doing, and people just don't get it. But here, it's like, you're right at home, you know? Pep shows up, does a billion things. He's building scrams and sorting out merch, and I don't know, just everyone kind of knows their, their responsibility, does it, and you don't have, no one ever has to be told what to do. No one needs direction. There's no idiots, you know? Yeah. It's dude. amazing. It's, it sounds like it's <laughs> well established. It sound, well, it sounds like it should be a given, but with musicians, it's not. Because they're children, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. that's it, man. <laughs> it's good to hear everything's clicking, man. So oh, totally. We'll, totally. Uh, we'll wrap it up with that, dude. And we're like, always a pleasure to have you on Killer, the show, man. bro. No um, doubt. I'd be glad to do it anytime. Thank yeah, you for having absolutely, me. Absolutely, man. And we'll play a track from the new album, dude. Do you have a favorite that you want to throw on after uh, this? I'd one? say we'll go with We Were the Keepers. That's um, probably the strongest song on the record from, well, Let's, that or the title track, As the Kingdom Drowns. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick probably, one. Pro- we'll open the show with As the Kingdom Drowns and then put on We Are the Keepers awesome. the, after the interview, man. Love that. Okay, cool, right. man. Thanks for coming Thank on, Todd. Thank you. Cheers. All right, bro. Take it easy. Rock and roll. This is Todd from Psychroptic, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads.
that was Psychroptic with We Are The Keepers. And before that, we heard the interview between JDK, myself, and uh, Todd from Psychroptic recorded live in the basement. It's always good catching up with Todd, man. Yeah, that's the second time I've had him on the show. So, um, he's, that's the first time um, I've had somebody on twice for the same band and there's no regrets. I mean, obviously, I've had Jay on a couple of times with both projects he's been on and... Uh, and that sort of thing but for the same band that's the first time i've had him on twice and he's also uh the first time he was on was also the first international band member that we had so he'll always hold he'll always hold that uh soft spot with the show indeed indeed and the first psychoptic song what was that that was uh betrayal the black oh beyond the black beyond beyond the black (laughs) exactly man and that that (laughs) <laughs> that one's also off their um uh, as the kingdom drowns album which they were here um as part of the tour for um which is where we scored that interview so uh we've had a pretty big year of gigs in the last 12 months um having you know psychoptic here twice we've had things um like um we, we had uh, camelot cradle of filth like um satyricon black delia murder uh, although Archspire, yeah, we had Archspire. We had, um, although it wasn't at the basement, it was at UC. We had Parkway Drive, Thy Art is Murder, um, Kill Switch Engage. Yeah, Kill Switch was good too, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, like that show. Yeah, man, we we've had some big shows, and um, it's shaping up to be a pretty big year next year as well. With um, you know, we've got Phil Anselmo and the Illegals playing here, which you know, like you're talking the. You're talking the front man from Pantera coming to Canberra to the basement. That's pretty rad. Bit disappointed that the Emperor show isn't coming to Canberra, <laughs> but you know, that's that's huge. We'll get I, I, we'll I, get heard that, I heard that they um opened up uh second dates for Melbourne for all you Melbourne peeps that missed out on tickets. Yep. Get to that. Um Oh, I'm so looking forward to that, man. Um what else? There's uh near Bliviscaris tour with uh Beyond Creation. Yep. I could have played with Beyond Creation like three years ago. Oh really? They were such cool guys. Man, that bass player, he was in Yeah intense, <laughs> in, man. in shred mode. You can't really see me playing my air guitar while we're on the radio, but <laughs> I was I was I, I can't even play air guitar as as nice as that man yeah. can play real bass. Yeah. Holy man. jeez. Yeah, exactly, man. It's 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 rad to see that sort of talent getting around the place, and uh, also, you know, even dropping in and saying g'day on the show sometimes. So, yeah, yeah, we yeah. might we might have to get out of the studio for a weekend, huh? Yeah, exactly. I always like our uh, our road trips. We've done it with gigs road in the past. Trip. Yeah, man. Like, um, you know, um, obviously we've been done the South Coast gigs as well, uh, which you know, there's a bucket of those coming up. Um, oh yeah as well you know we ah, get to go down for maria yep exactly like you're always going to have that staple i think next year will be the is the third year running for heathen fest um so when that comes up it'll be exciting to see who's on the bill and who gets announced always mm. um patiently waiting for info from those guys getting all the getting all the shows lined up i got tingles <laughs> <laughs> Plus looking forward to it man it's, it's gonna be sick well look it's a good excuse to go down the coast and hang out hey man south coast metalheads always put on a good show exactly always king exactly um but yeah speaking of um some of the big gigs and things coming up around the place um we'll um move on now to our uh, gig guide the canberra metalheads gig guide it's on the um to close out the end of end of this year, we've got the um, last big shenanigan show for the year, which is the shenanigans New Year's Eve at the basement. 
You've, uh, we've been mentioning this one on the last couple of shows, so hopefully you've already either got your tickets or made your plans to be there, uh, which have we've picked up bands from that show such as Johnny Roadkill, Sketch Method. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Davis, uh, Black Mountain, uh, you know, Seeker Pie doing Burlesque. This is going to be a good night. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds like you got a bit of everything. You've got, um, um, and also make sure you're there. If there's merch available, you can go and uh, support them that way as well. Yeah, come and see us. Yeah, I think, I think we'll both, both be I, there. We're, we're both going. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. both definitely be there. Maybe, maybe we might even uh, do some news countdown. What do you, yeah. what do you reckon? Exactly, man. Like we'll do the, um, we'll 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 be hanging out there. You'll be able to come up and say good day. Meet the uh, meet the beards behind the mics. Will, will you have merch? <laughs> by then um yeah actually i will i've got um so i've got merch um for um the online website which is the big cartel site yeah sick but um if you don't if you don't um want to wait that long for uh for shipping which isn't usually that long within the canberra region you can always come up and see me i um always pack a little merch with me when i'm um when i'm heading to the bar so i've got um i've got patches available for five dollars and shirts for 30 excellent um and got all sizes from small through to 3xl so still a bit small for me that's because i'm a bit larger than life you know what oh, I mean? it's all good man we're um i'll make sure that i slip a couple extra extra sizes in the in the new order excellent so um check that out check out the merch and also check out new year's eve um and that's rounding off this year now starting out next year we've got the um with a heavy heart show which is on the 9th of february at Transit Bar. Now that one there is um, the Canberra Mini Doom Fest yeah. on the 9th of February. So check that one out. That one there is uh, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt's annual Doom Fest. Um, I've loved it. I've been there twice, three times, no, twice. Yep. Um, always a good show. Check that guy out. He's always a, a super uh, support guy in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. For a good cause get out yeah check that one out and also uh, on the 16th of march as you've heard on the show before we've um we had tim from quest fest came in and had a chat in a previous episode and um now's the time to um check out their they've got their um pre-sale tickets available so check out quest fest on the 16th of march next year that one there's got a um a bunch of shows listed um, and and line up for that one. So go and check that one out. See if, uh, see what bands are on the bill, and also don't forget to uh, start planning your favourite costume yeah, cosplay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking about going as 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 the Witch King Ringwrath. <laughs> Have you got yours planned? Oh man, I've uh, I, I'm lucky enough that if I just put on a robe, people start calling me Gandalf. Ah, <laughs> ah excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So um, see, I have to really try. <laughs> Otherwise, they just think that I'm a forest troll anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm um, like in the in the months leading up to December, I'm I'm Santa, and then uh, like <laughs> after Christmas, I'm 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 Gandalf until about mid year, and then it goes then it goes to whoever's the flavor of the beard that that month. Yeah, yeah, I get the I get the bad Santa one all the time. Yeah. You look like bad Santa. Yeah, 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 either that or they ask me how much it is to cross my bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? We got um, uh, we got the slaves tour as well on the twenty seventh of March, which is the um, uh, which is at the basement. Yeah. Okay. So what is it? Slaves twenty seventh of March. Awaken I am. Yeah, awaken I am. Um, at the basement. Excellent. 
Um, so yeah, go and check that out. And that was the Canberra Metalhead Gig Guide. So a uh, bunch of gigs there. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. So if we share a gig um, on the page, you can check it out through there and also check out all your um, band's pages as well because they also share the upcoming gigs and um, links to ticket sales. Hells yeah. Cool. So um, we that concludes the show and, um, and everything that we have. But... Um, before we close it out, we do have a special edition. Um, special edition. This one here is, um, as well as our um, interview with Todd from Psychroptic, we also have a uh, special edition of the show for uh, Amorium. So Amorium, um, we're able to catch up and play with the um, guys from Camelot um, on the 6th of December. And this is a recording from um, pre-show. And uh, we managed to slip this one in... Um, <laughs> You know, just before they had to actually go and set up, man, and start doing sound check. So yeah, sorry, we made them late. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're um they they always um they they're always happy to have a chat and you know tell us a bit more. This one was a good interview, actually. We we touched on some of the um you know some of the um the equipment that they use and also the the um the stage kit that they have multiple um instruments and 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 bands that they've they've played with in the past so this one was a good good all-round interview just getting to know Amorium a little better and also picking up some of the hype from camelot not 100 percent sure but i'm um think dutch ended up getting a uh kick blaster sponsorship after after that oh right yeah so that, that was a new hype thing um yeah congratulations dude that's massive yeah, right, man. That's actually really good. And um, who knows, you know, um, what else might be coming out of that band? They've seemed to be going be- to bigger and better places I've, over the time they've been running, man. So the potential behind those guys is massive. Yeah, man. And this is Amorium with Pulse of the Ages. Followed by an interview with the guys from Amorium. Um, and to close out the show, you'll also be hearing um, an Amorium track, which is Light Remains here on Canberra Metalheads. What, 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 what? And until next time, make sure you check out our um, social medias, upcoming gigs, and most importantly, keep it metal. And get out to a show. <laughs> exactly right. You've been listening to Canberra Metalheads with Marky Malpas, JDK, and Skate.
Hello and welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. you got Marky Malpas and... JDK. We're joined here in the um, touring rig at the back of the basement with the guys from Amorium. So, uh, s- starting from my right, we've got... Jared. And... Dan. In the front we got... Dutch. Cool. Got the... Um, you got your two-string and, uh, and also your, uh, your skin blast there. We didn't, don't have uh, Nick here, so that's the, uh, the the minus one, but or, or Dave as well. So we can see Dave, but he's not in the interview. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> but anyway, it's good to have you guys here on the show again. Thanks it's been for having a, us back. Thanks for yeah. having us again. Uh, it's been a while, actually. I think you guys would be the um, second repeat, uh, the first repeat band on the show. So yeah, excellent. Yeah, nice. always so, happy to be a part of it. Yeah, man. Well, after the last time you're on, that rad video went up. Got some good hype for that one. Yeah, awesome. Um, and here you are again, about to support one of the biggest names in, in metal as far as the scene goes. Um, yeah, yeah. Got Camelot playing here tonight, and you guys are uh, going up um, before those guys and um, getting on the on the stage, sharing it with them. How's that feel to, uh, to share the stage with Camelot tonight? It's absolutely amazing, mate. When we first applied for the show, we thought it was a bit of a long shot, but... Um, We've uh, rubbed shoulders with some fairly important people in the industry, it would seem, and um, those who we did approach said um, they actually caught our show at Dragon Force last year, um, and they were quite impressed with that, and they said they're more than happy to put us to the top of the list. So for us to be able to have an opportunity like this is uh, really, really good to have uh, put some stripes on our resume, essentially, and to play with Valhalor as well, like, absolutely chuffed. Really looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Well, yeah, like uh, you picked up there, we're not just got one big name here. We've got got multiple, so that's uh, yeah, another stripe on the belt. Yeah, like you it's said. sure to be a big night, man. We're really, really looking forward to it. Camelot have probably brought the biggest uh, production to the basement so far, so it's good to be a part of that, you know, yeah, environment and be able to, you know, see what they do. Watch and learn, learn from the best. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. watch and learn because you know they are a, a seasoned metal band. Um, I've been listening to Camelot since I was 15. Yep. So, very, very big band, and uh, watching from them is uh, definitely going to be a, a learning aspect for us. Exactly, Mandy. I've seen all the uh, tech nerds, Jay included, checking out the kit. Oh, yeah. They had some nice campers there, bro. Did you see that? Amazing to look at, just to be able to bring the whole band in just one traveling case would be just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, this good to see how the uh, how the big guys do it, I guess. Uh yeah, that's that's exactly it, man. Um, you guys, um, I like to have a gear perv every time, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you guys. Sexy boys and sexy amps. <laughs> you guys are going up to uh, sound check after the interview, so it'll be good to uh, good to have you up on the stage and thrashing it out for the the sound check. Oh yeah, yeah, crack it. And uh, also sharing it with some of the, like you mentioned, some of the bigger names. And um, also getting it, like, um, off the Dragon Force gig is cool because we had you on the show after the Dragon Force gig and now we've got you before Camelot. So it's it goes hand in hand with, you know, getting you a point in time. Yeah, definitely. The, the, uh, the, the bands we're supporting internationally are definitely on the power metal side rather than our sound. But we seem to make a good diverse approach. So we bring in a, a few of our own crowd, which is nice to see. Um, which adds more people to the show, so we're very happy and privileged to be a part of this, you know, production. So yep. can't complain too much there, of course. 
Yeah, exactly, man. And and also, like you mentioned, with a diverse sound, you can go with multiple different bands. But also, there'd be some, um, also some crossover. Like, the, the, I can I can um, appreciate the fact that like people that that like Camelot would also like Gamorium and vice versa as well. So you get uh, some good crossover. I'm I'm hoping so with uh, our melodic aspect, especially yeah. from uh, Jared and Dan with their their leads and stuff. Definitely give that cross pollination if you want to call it that. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> the cross-pollination. Um, yeah, exactly, man. And uh, just on a side note, a lot of you guys were here last night as well for the Socroptic gig as well. Um, some crossover. Had uh, Jared here as part of um, the uh, Claret Ash. So uh, it's, I'm glad to be be behind the bar giving him the band discount for the second night in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's going to happen for both of us. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's right as well. You're here with Deb, um, so it's good to see some faces for the second time around. Jared will attest to uh, play, uh, doubling up two nights in a row really takes its toll on you. But you can imagine what it must be like for these big bands on the road, eh, mate? Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> day in, day out, tour time, bro. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm I don't not... do much else throughout the day. They keep on the soundcheck and yeah. oh, dude, like <laughs> Jared's um, like he's kicking it, kicking it all this time, man. I've seen him up on the stage before. Um, I can, it's nearly like he's built for it, man. This is like fitting straight in yep. the second night in a row. It nearly feels like I haven't left, man. It's been like a two-day party for everybody. <laughs> It's funny, I haven't been to the basement for about six months, not because I haven't wanted to, but we haven't been since Cradle of Filth played here, just yeah, to right. just physically been here. Yeah. And now, I was saying to Dutch as we arrived, um, sorry, saying to Nick as we arrived, I've been here three times in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the yeah. nights back to back, it's ridiculous. Even yeah. since Cradle of Filth, man, the place has changed a little bit since then, even like they've extended and all that sort of stuff, so um, it's evolving constantly and that opens it up to have bigger gigs you know like Camelot like you mentioned Cradle of Filth before um, so yeah that's that's rad getting getting some of the bigger bands puts Canberra on the map too makes it appeal other bands that are looking to tour Australia tend to avoid Canberra because it's a bit smaller yep. um, or they don't really have the venues to house the sort of crowds that they're used to playing but when we get the likes of Dragon Force or Cradle of Filth coming through and now Camelot you know bigger bands are noticing and they're looking forward to actually making Canberra part of their tour which is awesome for us and Canberra really brings it even though it is might be a Wednesday or a Thursday night yeah so it's great to see Canberra well, doing that keep doing that Canberra it's good <laughs> yeah keep doing that Canberra I, I definitely like you see Cradle of Filth the last time they were out they played in Sydney Camelot last time they were out they played in Sydney now both of them have come through Canberra as well on their way down to Whichever city they're going to, Sydney, Melbourne, if they're coming up from Melbourne, they can pass Canberra. If you're going from Sydney to Melbourne, you're going down past Canberra. So everyone's jumping in and it's definitely nice to be a part of that scene and definitely nice to be a part of the international support acts, definitely, because it puts us on the map and it uh, puts our music out there. So I'm hoping that more and more people come out to our shows and definitely listen to the album and check it out. We've got it on Spotify and every other digital, you know, interface you can get on these yeah. days so definitely get on that get on the facebook hit us up if you want a physical copy i think we have a few left lying yep. around somewhere but yeah definitely a, a good thing to be playing with these bands that originally would only go through sydney and melbourne and now you're seeing them come through canberra as and well on so. festivals and stuff like oh, that oh definitely did you guys see the video from the uh 2008 wacken um when, when camelot played yeah look, look i've been following camelot since like i said since i was 15 and watching their stuff they get huge huge crowds yeah yeah 
massive flamethrowers, everything, you know? It looks really, in, you know, like, inclusive as well. Like, it's cool to see a, a crowd getting into it uh, um, and, you know, sort of, you know, singing along, like, things like oh, that. Oh, def definitely sing-along bands, these ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it creates a good atmosphere, I think, and um, gives you that motivation to just, like, play that little bit extra, just uh, to squeeze out that last bit of energy from everybody and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Like the 110% is kind of what we do with every show. Like you're only up there for half an hour, 45 minutes. Why not push it as hard as you can and then recuperate after the next day? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's no, there's no issue with doing that as well, long as, as you. Well, as we can see, then, then a couple of days later, if you got a, a few double headers coming up, you know. I'll be sore tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> so, do you use the same kit for um, for deprivation and um, Amorium? Uh, personally, I have two kits, and uh, I alternate between those depending on which one I feel like using. But primarily, yeah, they, I use the same kit. Uh, yep. Tonight, I'm actually using uh, Valhalla's kit, um, which is uh, definitely going to be a lot of fun and a bit interesting to play with because it's a bit different. But you know, you make what you do. I'm sure that every other you know musician here can uh, attest for having to be put on the spot and using something different every time and just doing what you know making do with what you've got yep so yeah and still producing good sound man exactly uh well it's uh good to mix it up and also good to see you um just adapting to new kit and new backline and still smashing it out what about you boys you use different guitars i know you're both in in two different bands as well yes yeah so in mo we use seven strings yep and uh, in Claret last night, sixes, so yep. completely different tunings, different guitars, heaps different. And I know Depp also playing completely different tunings as well, so they're yep. six strings as well. Oh, right. So, yeah. Okay. It's good to sort of cross, uh, play in different genres as well. Like, Depp's a much groovier band than Amorium. Amorium's got a little bit, it sort of spans the middle between Claret Ash, which is a lot more black metal, and deprivation, which is a lot more sort of groove stuff, as I said. But like Emorium sort of like spans a bit of both. There's a lot of melodic stuff in Emorium and a lot of groovy stuff in Emorium, but there's quite a lot of fast stuff as well. Mm -hmm. And Vice playing the sevens um, on the seven strings, Jared and I both play Schecters. Um, there's so much diversity that we can actually, so much range that we can play on the guitar. We can play really high, you know, sort of happier sounding music, and we can get right into the real heavy stuff as well, and really get some heads banging. So yeah. it's sort of infinite, and because we're in uh, because we're in uh, different bands, we get that opportunity to play different styles, which is good for the uh, good good for our morale as well. Because you know we get to play uh, a little bit heavier stuff, we get to play some lighter stuff, and just playing different genres is good for writing down the down the track. You know? Yeah. Yeah, getting the influence from exactly the sort I was looking for. Yeah. You don't get stale with it either, you know. Like drumming for just a morium, like yeah, it's a lot of fun. But then I've got deprivation on the side and session work or whatever, and you get to play different things and enjoy different stuff. Mm -hmm. You work with different musicians. At the end of the day, you're just going to expand your learning and you're going to expand your experiences. So can't complain with playing with you know multiple bands yep. it is sometimes a, a bit of a chore because you have to remember and learn a whole bunch of stuff mm -hmm. but when you're up on stage that's where it counts yeah so and you'll obviously build on your sound by doing that as well so you develop like, your skills straight up yeah it's like you're putting in more work but you're obviously getting better results as well exactly yeah man well it's good to hear good to hear um, everyone's projects are going well especially um, Memoriam tonight and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to bring the um, bring the fire to the stage, um, so that Cam Camelot can bring the physical fire to the stage <laughs> after. 
He's uh, hoping they have fire. Yeah, hopefully, man. I've seen some pyro stuff here before with uh, Witch Grinder. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, and um, I've actually played Witch Grinder on the show once before, but um, that's the last time I've seen it. So mm. if they bring some heat, some actual heat and fire to the stage, that'd be rad. Um, but if not, man, I'm sure they'll definitely um, deliver on a good show. Uh, Absolutely. Yep, so you guys uh, mentioned before, you have on uh, your album's on uh, the digital platforms. you got Spotify and... Uh, iTunes, Amazon, Anywhere you name you it. you can buy CDs online, we're on there. Yeah, and it's good to have a... Good All to have the a, streaming. Good to have a couple of IT guys in the band that just help everything. Oh, like, well, staring at computer screens all day does get a bit dull, so you got to <laughs> switch it up at some point. Yep, um, until this is a full-time thing, man, that'll that'll bridge the gap. I like your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. All right, well, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Make sure you check out Amorium, and um, if you haven't already uh, liked their page, go and give it a thumbs up. Or ch- hit us up on the website as well, amorium.com.au. There's plenty of fun stuff on there as well. Excellent, and uh, also, uh, you know, make sure you uh, support their gigs. If you, if, you see, if you see any gigs coming up, go and check it out. Uh, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having us. Right, thanks see you, boys. Us guys.